You're now tuned into Mike Check Life Life. Check, mic check, waifu, waifu, Teliano, is that you? Yes, sir, we just talking about me sneezing a lot. What's <laughs> up, Polo, how you doing, brother? I'm here, man, I'm here. Uh, welcome to episode 89, dude, can you believe it's 89 episodes, 89 weeks in a row? I was just looking at that. That's crazy. It's beautiful. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Uh, as always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure y'all go to lucomplex.com. Use that offer code waifu. And it's also brought to you by don'ttalkshop.com. Make sure y'all go to don'ttalkshop.com and check out that Axis collection. I love it. It's a great collection. Pretty sweet clothing line there, too. Um, shout out to our Patreon producers. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Y'all mean the world to us. Uh, Monique Williams, Connor, explicitly, uh, Treasus, and Aaron. Thank y'all so much, Aaron Brown. Thank y'all so much for supporting the podcast. It means everything to us, for oh, sure. I also wanted to say happy birthday to Connor. I know your birthday just passed, bro. Hey, happy birthday, Connor. How old is he, like 21? 22. Jesus Christ. Makes me feel old. Anyway, um, welcome to episode 89. Yo. Tell first off, I just want to say, um, last week, a little a little fun fact for you guys, um, last week was our best podcast listens day ever, and I just wanted to shout that out. It's much appreciated, everybody that listened to it. It wasn't even that episode that popped. It was just like everything all together. People going back and listening to episode yeah. one for some reason. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just 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 pick up the podcast right here, you know, and you'll be good to go. But shout out to everybody that listens. It's, it's it was it was a ridiculous day on the sixteenth of February. So we appreciate y'all. Uh, before we get into the uh, the whole therapy session with a redo um i've got (laughs) i've got a bone to pick with uh with uh some of these shows okay mainly the shows that came out in like 2013 2014 Hmm. and the reason reason being is i found some heat man some heat a romantic oh. comedy that's that's so live, dude, that I just I don't have an ending to. I watch again. <laughs> this is another situation to where I watch a lot of fucking episodes. You know what? Let's let's go to let's go to therapy before we do that because I'm gonna I'm gonna bring these feelings into therapy and then we'll 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 go into to what I'm talking about here. So sorry for the little teaser. The therapy session for redo of a healer. This episode, um, we find <laughs> holy shit. Bro, to see what the dude did to the uh, our main character's village, so fucked up. Mm-hmm. So fucked up. I, I feel like consistently 
like I'm I'm in that state of like, damn, our main character is fucked up. But like the stuff he goes through is the worst. Like so to at the end of the episode, we basically watched the woman who raised him die. You know? Yeah. Like that whole concept is ridiculous. Yeah. And it sucks. It really does suck. I man, that entire scene for him to see what he did to her was fucked up. But then our our main character turns him into a female and then get her get him I can't I don't even know how to I don't even know what pronoun to use for the situation. Don't even matter no more. <laughs> Cuz he he went up in flames. He's dead, but man, that that part was I was I was conflicted like I was in the earlier episodes like damn with him turning him to a female? No. Well, yeah, yeah. And really? and and like essentially, essentially, I it's just the whole the I can't do I, the whole rape thing. I actually didn't feel bad about that at all. I mean, but it's 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 like, just yeah, I guess in the slightest. Like he, after seeing what he did to our main character's village and like the stuff that he had those people do, and watching how like his subordinates were so okay with that like escapade the whole scenario to me i i no longer cared like yeah it sucks to watch people get raped on screen and whatnot like that that. but i actually had a a little idea that popped in my head watching this and it's like the reason this show is shocking is not because of like just the rape and whatnot Mm -hmm. but this is probably what the world really was like back when we didn't have so much technology true like when you conquered something, you raped and pillaged. Yeah, that's no, what they true. did. So I don't think redo of healer is so controversial because of these over dramatic rape scenes. I think it's it's controversial because people realize that this is real. Like this is the kind of thing that would have really happened back in these times, and it was so easy to cause misinformation and that kind of stuff this is how kingdoms rule yeah with, with corruption uh, and all that shit yeah and i yeah. did not feel bad for that dude getting turned into a woman and getting raped because he deserved it now do i like watching rape no but we didn't even really see him get raped he just got jumped on by four crazed dudes who didn't mind burning up and raping him at the same time just fucking wild dude gave him a whole sex change and everything shit's wild the show is so wild. Like if y'all are listening to the beginning of this podcast and y'all wondering what the fuck we talking about, it's redo of a healer. It's it's a tragedy, but the problem is the problem with redo of a healer, and I'm not saying that the, this problem is a bad problem. It's a problem all the same. You you have to keep fucking watching it, man. You have to know what's going to happen next, or else it just you like you can't. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm getting I'm getting so invested to the point where I'm like, I actually, and, and I'm about to speak on this in a minute, I actually like our main character. I know a lot of people don't. I like him a lot. I think what he is is uh, warranted. But uh, to, to piggyback off of that, I just want to read. I hope Zay is okay with me reading this, but a DM we got from Zay that says, okay, okay. Redo of a healer, boy. <laughs> Last episode, <sighs> I'm all the way uh, with our healer. I'm riding all the way, uh, all the way with him. Fuck these people like Tupac, and I hit him up track. Right, I'm right there with him. Like I, I'm yeah. f- fuck this world, and I hope he get to clean it, 
quote unquote cleanse it, quote mm-hmm. unquote, because what he's doing is is dirty as fuck to the people who deserve it. Um, but I'm 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 right there with with Zay. Like I, I like the main character. Yeah, and and our main character even stated in this current episode that he has a certain morale or moral to himself or image to himself, right? Yep. Like the the one girl who is now back, he has no interest in killing her because she's never done anything directly to him like how the others have, right? Nothing that made it nothing that was half as bad. Like, yeah, she had him eat her 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 her, her little area or whatever. <laughs> but let's be real. He wouldn't as mad about that because like she knew that he was lucid and aware, right? So I'm not saying that was consensual, but it was the closest thing to consent he actually had the entire series. Yeah. Um. But he even said, like, if he finds out that she had done or had took part in any of these suggestions, then that gives him the probable cause to kind of do what he has been doing. Yeah. Which so, like, I think he will. Yeah, our main character. I don't. I don't actually have a problem much with what he's he's doing. the The bigger issue with me is more like we got to see this on screen. Not not necessarily what he's doing because this, regardless of what's going on in this world, these people in this world deserve what what's coming to them. Yeah, true. We just don't necessarily want. We've never seen this what's coming to them on screen. Yeah. I mean, and I've watched my fair share of hentai. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay, I've seen some crazy shit, but something about this just feels. I mean, probably because I don't, you know, when I indulge in the hentai, I don't look at, I don't look for rape. So like, yeah. I guess that's probably, that's probably why. But you know what I think it is? What I think it's because after you watch this in your therapy session, <laughs> and here we are, and here we are. All right, back to what I was talking about earlier. All right. So early, early, like the early teens of the 2000s, which is so weird to say, 2013, 2014, there was a, a bunch of anime that came out that was, uh, I mean, apparently I'm just finding out really good. So, for example, I just watched a uh, rom-com called uh, Nessie, Nessie Koi, is I think how you say it. Y'all know I'm not good with these Japanese pronunciations, but bear with me. Um, This show was so so good it's about uh the leader uh, not the leader but a son of the leader of the yakuza and the girl who was the daughter of an american gang called beehive um the whole the whole concept of the story is i don't think people are going to watch it and maybe they shouldn't because it's fucking undone but the whole concept of the story is those two who are completely opposite like gangs decide or their parents decide let's marry the two because that'll prevent a war between the Yakuza and the Beehive gang from happening in Japan. So they end up forcing them to be together, quote unquote, to be boyfriend and girlfriend. And they completely hate each other from the beginning of the uh, show. Like there was times where the girl and the dude like just fucking could not stand one another more than anything in this world. But it starts to, uh, it starts to develop between him and her being this, this fake couple and their like friend group. Their friend group has two other women who are also in love with this guy, the main character guy. Um, and it's it had me literally laughing out loud. Uh, kind of how 
what show had me laughing out loud? Kind of how Kaguya Sama Love is War did. Like it had me like legitimately cracking up at some parts. Uh, I mean, it's, it focuses more on the comedy than it does the romantic side yeah. of it. But I enjoyed every bit of it. it. The first season was about 23 episodes. The second season was 12. And I got <laughs> I got nowhere near close to a fucking c- conclusion. And that huh. that pisses me off so much because the reason why I bring that up is because that show I talked about last week called Love and Lies, it kind of gave a conclusion, but the conclusion was so open-ended that you are not even sure if it was a real conclusion or not. Even though the show was fantastic up until that point, I even picked up the manga of Love and Lies to see where the shit goes. And it's about 265 chapters. Yeah. I had to start at like 118 um, past the first season of Love and Lies, but I'm reading that. But what, I don't understand why in, in that time period, 2013, 2014, why anime just never concluded their stories. So, like, if I'm being, let's, let's say, let's, if I'm being completely fair, right? Like, I know that I was watching anime back then, but my anime selection is a little bit less broad right like i was watching some stuff but it was less broad and i think that um they probably weren't getting the shine that they wanted right like everyone knew one piece back then everyone knew bleach yeah everyone knew you they were there were were certain anime that everyone knew Mm -hmm. um and i think i was just getting into like kiss anime at that point in time and i was like watching anime didn't even know the name i would just go back to kiss anime see it in my my list to watch stuff and just watch it right interesting i yeah, wish that i was, had that list because i had I, I had hundreds of shit i watched man kiss but, anime lists uh, the shit that was the best time <laughs> man, really talk about it uh but i think during that time frame the biggest issue was that like there was a lot of popular stuff and it was that transition to where like it was getting really easy to watch stuff online right because we had netflix we had we were we didn't oh, do we have yeah hulu was just oh, yeah. becoming a thing i think hulu was like a, a internet web series based thing yep. just then it wasn't even like tv shows on hulu yet because i remember i watched a couple of i watched a dance tv show that was an internet series on hulu at that point so streaming content was just starting to get bigger but it wasn't big yet and and i think it was like most of the streaming content you had was pirated and that didn't help those those uh artists or or authors at that time right so i think now we finally have a a ecosystem in the anime community where we can be more progressive for those authors and actually get them the love they deserve right and they can actually see like streaming numbers and shit which i still do think funimation and crunchyroll and auto still rob those people um, for sure of like proper payment and proper dues but yeah it, it just it stresses me out because again it's clear that it was going to be a season three at one point but it came out in 2015 it's 2021 mm-hmm. the chances of it getting another season is obviously slim to none you know so it just it just sucks because now i mean i'm not going to pick up the, the manga of the, the rom-com because that's just not i can't do that um, because the the whole cadence of um, of watching it play out is way better than reading it. Except for Kaya, some of his word that one was done pretty well. But um, 
I do think that uh, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, though. I'm going to keep going down, you know, the older uh, seasons of anime and just seeing what I find, seeing what kind of gems I pull from this rough. Um, and it's been I like what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been fruitful for me so far. I've been for some reason. OK, here's what I wanted the topic to be last week. But I since we got the Crunchyroll Anime Awards, we're going to talk a little bit about that. There was um, there was a time where I would not touch anime unless it was dubbed. OK, there was there was a time where I'm just like, I can't I can't get behind it. Um, I'm, I speak English. I want to see how these, uh, you know, I want to be able to, to feel the emotion that these people are conveying in my native language, because that's the best way I understand it, obviously, because I speak only English until, Mm -hmm. okay. Until (laughs) fucking re zero, literally re zero flipped a fucking switch for your boy. Tell when I tell you it flipped a switch, I don't give a fuck about dubbed or subbed anymore. I just, I just been going it. And if it's subbed, I can, I can almost tell if the voice acting is bad. Almost. Well, because in ReZero is so good that it's, it's like exactly right. You can tell what what crap looks like, and that's what I was, I was saying back in the a day, long time ago. I remember yeah. is that like I, I watch subs and dubs regardless. But I think that as humans, and this is just like how I look at it, I don't, I think as humans, we can tell when something feels like legit, right? Like if, if we met a Japanese person in person and they said something and they looked like they were in distress, we would know just from the sound of their voice, not even the way that they look. So I'm, I'm like, yo, it is what it is. So the um, thing is, I, I could tell when it's good. I'm having a hard time telling when it's bad. Like I don't know when you it's think bad. So? Yeah, hundred like, percent. That's harder to that's harder to, to gauge. Like good I feel is like we pointed out some some shitty voice actors though. Not in sub though. I don't know. I I'm, I feel like we did. What series was it? Because I know the series I, I remember it was a series we watched that was in subs. No, I mean Demon Lord Retry, the voice acting was trash. I couldn't tell. I literally I could not tell. I think I, I even it was watched hot dookie water. I think I watched that dub though. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I, so. I wanted to kick that show into fucking garbage. This is All right, my bad. That shit was trash. <clears throat> but yeah, like it it literally flipped a switch for me to the point where I'm like, I don't oh, X Arm. Oh my god, yeah. Do you think the voice acting in that is good? It sounds to me like they they're all robotic. Like our main character in X Arm, he literally sounds like well, I he, want to do this because I have to help the humanity of the world. Because he is a robot, technically. So, I, but he is human. He's an AI that's smart enough to be a human and maintain his human consciousness. All right, he's let me trapped. let me let me. I don't want to give validity <laughs> to X Arm. Let me. I'm not trying to give validity to X Arm, but it, it's his whole transition from humanity to AI. I think is why, because at the beginning he did not sound like that. Until okay. you start, but I don't know why I'm even fucking doing that. Yeah, I'm gonna give you that, but I 100% think that his whole life is trash. The whole show is trash. That just, yeah. That's not even worth giving a nod to, but uh, no, I, yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, going back and just finding shows that I know I didn't watch because, oh, this is not dubbed, even though it's right in my wheelhouse. It's a rom-com or it's a slice of life romantic drama or something like that. I would just never pick up because I was just only looking for dub shit. I'm finding so much <laughs> that I never thought I never thought I would 
I would even touch. And it's super interesting to me. I'm having a good time. What you got for us, Till? So, uh, I just picked up a manga series, Undead Unluck. Mm. Um, yo, this shit is, is like hilarious. It's, it's probably going to be, from what I've read so far, the few chapters I've read, it's probably going to be a super funny series. Like, this is probably going to be the funniest manga I've read. Interesting. Because I don't think I ever read really, like, comedy-based manga. But this is definitely an action-based because how this is what it is. Undead is a character who has been alive for hundreds of years. Um, essentially, he is an undead person where you can do whatever to his body and it will uh, regenerate. Unluck is a character who, if you touch any part of her body or she touches you, she essentially spreads... Um, bad luck to you Interesting. which in turn obviously can get you killed hurt or anything like that um basically how the first chapter plays out is unluck is on the bridge and uh essentially she's talking about like i want to commit suicide i thought that at least by the time i was in my adult years that i would have had like a real boyfriend and a legit relationship and this manga she literally finished a manga chapter as she was on the side of the bridge I just wanted a wild, loving relationship like this manga series. She's basically a polo female. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she literally is just like, I'm ready to die. And as she's like saying that, talking about, uh, she says, I have this uncurable disease that if you touch my body, it will kill you. And I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like what kind of, what kind of uncurable disease do you have? Right. And uh, she basically identifies that like if you touch me you'll die and um undead comes out of nowhere it's like is that it's that simple and he just bam right up in her face touching her and she's she gets startled and he doesn't he falls off of the bridge and gets hit by a train and, and obviously, obviously he doesn't die pieces <laughs> and she's like oh my god i got him killed and she's like looking for the, the body or whatever doesn't see him she says well i guess i'm gonna have to catch the next train and he comes bouncing back head only and he regenerates and says, oh, okay, well, definitely your unluck thing works. <laughs> Basically, he wants to die because he's been alive for too long. Right. He's tired of being alive. I feel that. And he, he wants to die. She wants to die, but, like, obviously he's not letting her until he dies kind of thing. Mm. Um, end up, ends up that they are both considered unclassified uh, um, people. Demons. Oh. <laughs> not demons they call it like odds or docs or something like that unclassified characters and there's an organization coming after them to essentially get them and uh put them in chains basically like look y'all can't just be out here doing whatever y'all want but they also want to use them as weapons um, obviously being able to be being able to touch someone and guarantee that they have bad luck is a pretty strong power and then just literally regenerating from anything. Right. Being Deadpool is a strong ass power. <laughs> Being Deadpool, facts. That sounds interesting. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it in like the next two days. But like me, like I always say, if I ain't watching it move on, I ain't I ain't that interested. I, I think I think eventually it'll have a an animated series. I'm so, I'm slowly starting to transition from just anime to manga too, though. I, I see you. I'm not even mad at you, bro. I see you. you've been reading a little bit on there. I see you. Yeah. Shout out to uh, 
Shout out to Mark from uh, uh, Otaku. What's, what's that podcast called? Don't blame me. They haven't released an episode in like three years. Otaku IRL. Otaku IRL. Yeah, yeah. He gave me this app. This better manga app. Because my old manga app, I guess it got caught up. So all the uh, manga that was on there is gone. Mm. Um, but it's called uh, what is it called? Don't snitch, y'all. It's called uh, Manga Nello. Manga Nello. Okay. My stomach added the list real quick. It's free, except you get hella ads unless you pay ten dollars for life, which of course I did because I ain't shit. <laughs> Uh, and it has like everything like anything and everything still got my Tumix app um hey I sent uh I sent Panda um closest neighbors oh she about to read closest neighbors right bro I I was telling I was like Polo really liked it I'm like I think you'll like it uh it it was actually a good story and not only it was and I shared the first first chapter with Steve and Steve was like oh yeah I'm in there <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great that is fantastic same it was the same as you I was like Polo you should read close as neighbors it, it was legit was good there's quite a few stories on there that's uh pretty good yeah they're, they're a little they're a little on the lewd side but a little uh, they, okay they're 18 and up but um <laughs> they actually have like good writing no really and, good uh, writing and art too yeah Art is fantastic. Speaking of Panda, she writes in uh, on our Twitter at Mike Check Waifu. Follow us there if you can. It says, uh, "What anime moment have caught have you caught a secondhand embarrassment from?" Hmm. Hmm. What anime anime moment have secondhand embarrassment from? Meaning you okay. got embarrassed. You maybe maybe. Does she mean you got embarrassed from? Yeah, the like embarrassment? secondhand embarrassment. Obviously, something happened that you kind of feel embarrassed as well. Yes. Like, damn, okay. that's whoa, exactly what I kind of was. So, uh, one of them would be uh, in Kaguya-sama Love Is War, where he was asked for advice about girls. And he had none, and he just started making up shit off the top of his head. Yeah, that I have was... literally, I have literally done that before. <laughs> I have literally done that before. Oh my god, that's funny. And then the other one would be a manga moment, and that's when uh, Rokuro and Benio from Twin Star Exorcist get married. There it is. And they're like in the bed talking about they about to do to do, and they both just get completely nervous and end up just chilling and hanging out together. But I was like, yo. I know that feeling because like that embarrassing, yeah. even though my wife and I was doing adult things before we got married, when we got married, it was like, yo, now we do this as a married couple. And we was kind of like, all right, so how we do this? <laughs> <laughs> even though we have been doing this for Facts. like over a year now, you know? So Facts. it's just, I understand secondhand embarrassment. Um, mine's will be probably from Love and lies. Love and lies. There was a, there was a moment where he was uh, in a situation with a girl, our main character. He was in a situation with a girl, but before that situation, he was told that you know, um, you have to um, do something uh, 
sexual to the girl, to this girl. And this is the girl that he didn't want to be with. You have to mm-hmm. do something sexual to the girl because we are watching to make sure that, you know, this is a great arranged uh, marriage or this is going to be a great arranged marriage. And she didn't know that, but he knew that. So he went into the situation and like, they were like in a hotel room together for, for this observation. Yeah. He went into the hotel room and he began like, like reluctantly kissing her, like kissing her without any like real feeling behind it. And she sensed that. And it was like super, I felt that super embarrassing moment because he didn't even need to do this. And it, and it kind of like, uh, kind of fucked me up. So I, I definitely felt that one. I'm like, God, dude, you, you gotta stop. Cause you she's confused. She's confused and you confused because that ain't true. They ain't observing this. They ain't allowed to. You should have put two and two together and made four, you idiot. And then that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everybody don't don't add when they supposed to be. Um, everybody adds when they um supposed to subtract. Facts. Subtract <laughs> they're trying to add. Facts, bro. Facts. You said you uh you wanted to bring up some B stars. What's up with B stars? So I don't want to go into too much detail on B stars. I know you ain't gonna watch it until it's done. Yes, until they hit Netflix. <sighs> but I want to talk about the inner monologues on B stars fantastic one of the best i i really fucking enjoyed them i'm not gonna say the best one because of. we did have um my team romantic comedy snafu um or my team romantic comedy snafu if you remember but, our review that's what we said in b stars was like that inner monologue was so brilliantly written it, it's very good and they're the characters their transition in like season two is so like it's not drastic because you can see it in season one, but like the monologues give so much detail now that it's almost like it's ridiculous how good like <laughs> they put they kind of like string these words together. It's mm-hmm. almost like fight watching a like a, a combo like a combo from a video game, right? Yeah. Like you watching this character throw all these punches and kicks together and it strings together perfectly fine. And you kind of get knocked out just wa- just listening to it. I'm excited for you to actually get into B Star season two because it takes it's not a full 180, but the series itself is almost different. It's not it's not the same in as low stakes as season one was. Season one just felt so like I'm not saying mid, but if you compare it to this, season one is what everyone would say is mid. And this is like raised the stakes tenfold. I think season one, and correct me if I'm wrong because you're watching season two. I think season one was a great introduction to that world and characters. Um, I don't think it was, it was of course that great, but I do think it was a fantastic start to a a, a different spin on society and and life and anime because it's something like we, we ain't really get anything like this before. I. I agree with it being a great introduction to the characters, but after watching like a little bit of this second season, it almost feels like there's so much more to the world. Like they talked about it in season one, but there just feels like there's more to the world that we would never, that was never explained to us. So that's why this season two just feels so much more like interesting. It's not as dramatic, but it's, 
more dramatic if you get what i mean yeah, right yeah like the first season seemed more almost like a love story mm-hmm. um this one seems like a battle of almost like wills where you feel like any moment this is going to turn into an action series but it's not an action series right right it's kind of like it's it's just intense i guess interesting i can't wait till it hit man i can't wait till it hit it needs to get done um quickly and head over to netflix i hate that they wait just release it week to week too (laughs) i don't care uh let's uh you got anything else before we swing into the crunchyroll awards nothing specific um we didn't have any twitter questions you want to wait till later for that uh we can do one right now actually let's do it we got uh one from hit him up henry hit him up hen he says uh What's the perfect length for an anime series? Like how many seasons should it take uh, to get started, to get started on into wrapping it up? So what a great question, because that goes perfectly with what I was talking about early earlier. Like if you do something like a Nisekoi and you have 23 episodes and then a short 12 episode season, you at least got to have another, another seven to eight episodes to wrap it up. And I think that's pretty good. I think three seasons, um, it don't really matter how many episodes per season, but as long as the story gets told within those three seasons is a pretty good uh, track for me personally, because mm-hmm. what comes to mind, and even though there's more seasons of this, obviously, because this is one of the goats is high Q. Like the mm-hmm. way they did their first, second, and third seasons was so special. Like I think the what was it the second, the third season was that tournament. Mm-hmm. It was just that tournament. It was like season. and then gave us a movie at the breakdown. Yep, and then it was ten episodes long, or you could watch the movie. I felt was perfect too. Even though we still got what another season of that that mm-hmm. we still got to jump into, but something like that I think works well. Um. So my personal opinion is kind of like, it's similar to Polo's, but I, I kind of see it differently, right? A little bit, not a lot. Like I remember watching Tokyo Magnitude 8.0 and that's a, a short series. And I think that it wouldn't have been better if it had a second season, right? Because it, the story needed to conclude. Yeah. It, it was a compact story. Um, I think it depends on how expansive the world is, right? Right. Tokyo Magnitude 8.0 was set in the real world. So there was no need for an overly expanded story. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to like a world that is new to us, like let's talk about Promise Neverland, right? To me, it looks like this is probably going to be the last season of Promise Neverland to me. Um, I hope so. But there was so much more to this world that they could be explaining and they opted out of that. So I think that depending on the series, depending on how much there actually is to explain, um, if you go from they was playing checkers in season one, now they playing chess in season two, but then they switched back to checkers and now they're not even playing any games anymore, they're just going straight to trash. Um, <laughs> certain certain series can do more with better world building. Like ReZero, obviously, two seasons in, golden <sighs> masterpiece. Asher Lost in Space, a golden masterpiece. One with season, one season in very few episodes. Yep. Uh, yeah, because it, it was a perfect you think about the way it started 40 minute episodes you think about the way it ended episode 12 was 40 minutes as well it was a perfect amount of time for that particular series 
the, another series that come to mind if it, if you're not gonna do if you if you're gonna build up characters and you do it well right you got my team romantic comedy snafu those three seasons spectacular like to me I feel like that first season was the perfect build up and in, in, in character growth into the second season being what it was and then the climax obviously being its conclusion was perfect front to back chapter book like mm-hmm. type shit um, but another one I think about is the two seasons of Clannad. Clannad and Clannad After Story was wonderful. Gave us more than enough time to fall in love with these characters, and not too much, but just enough to where you understand like there's actually a behind the scenes, like um, like building that was going on in season one from the jump from from the whole wishes thing like it it's so special <laughs> so special is again well, why it will always be my number one slice of life but yeah i think i think there's some that could be doing it right but to to tldr your question i think three seasons with uh with a proper world build is uh is perfect Yeah, I can rock with that. Okay. And then we got another question from the... Sh- sh- again, Aaron, let me know if I'm saying this right. But the Shy, shy Bibble? Shibibble? Uh, that's what it is, Shibibble? Okay. Shibibble? Sh- that's, that's how I read it. I could be wrong. Hey, let us know. Uh, he says, uh, what are some specific characters that ruin what would be an amazing anime without them? Specific characters, man. That that ruin the anime. That would be perfect without them. Yep, like amazing. Um, like high key. Uh, some Pokemon seasons would be great without Ash. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, he's the main character. I know. Um, sometimes I hate Usopp. Absolutely can't stand Usopp. It's moments he he has some moments that's good, but sometimes I be wanting to erase. <laughs> I feel that. Um, what's another couple of characters? Uh, One Punch Man would be better without Genos. Absolutely, <laughs> absolute fact. I think uh, Promise Neverland would be better without Emma. Really? Yeah. Ray and Norman is all that's needed. Ray specifically is great. Ray is fucking amazing. But we gonna we gonna we gonna talk about that a little bit more later. Um hmm. You know, I, I keep thinking of the character we all couldn't stand in Clanad, the, the the blonde dude. But I do think he was necessary. He was a he was a great counterbalance to what otherwise was a um kind of a drama heavy show. Yeah. But I mean, he was part of the drama at some points too. That is yeah, he did have his his moment, but he had to get that wish. It had to get that wish built for the rest of what it was. But um what was that show I was talking about? Oh, Photocano. 
Oh yeah, the whole side cast, the whole <laughs> side, the whole photography club can go, literally just in the way. Otherwise, that series would be literally a non. That's funny. <laughs> uh, that's funny as hell. And this is an honorable mention. I don't agree with this, but um, apparently Fire Force would be better without Tamaki. Get the fuck out of here. She's phenomenal. I, I entirely disagree with that. And so do the Watchers. The Watchers also disagree with that. And so does, uh, obviously, Mike Check Waifu Waifu because we are Fire Force stands over here. Facts. <laughs> Fucking facts. Uh, okay. All right. So... <laughs> Skyler's dad says, uh, I missed a few weeks, so now I am here to redeem you and tell or Polo and whoever is reading this. Who else would it be, bro? It's only two of us. <laughs> the moment <laughs> the moment our kids in an anime are you wait, what? At the moment you are kids in an anime, I'm assuming he means. Oh, OK. Yeah, that's exactly what he means. Um, ninjas in the tuning exam, Pokemon trainers or getting your hunter license or clones and lost in space which uh which kids are we i'm assuming he's asking all right so one more time give me the list of kids he says uh at the moment you are kids in an anime are you mm-hmm. ninjas in the tuning exam pokemon trainers mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. your hunter license or clones mm-hmm. and lost in space all right hear me out you want to go first on this? You want me to go first? The whole time. You can go first. All right. Um, I can't be a clone lost in space because I don't I don't trust nobody enough yep. to get me back home. Facts. <laughs> like, I know my limitations and nah, we, we going to be dead. Yep. And we're going to be best friends when we dead, but we're going to be dead. We're going to have a good time. I'm, I'm going to uh, keep lost in space as a viewing experience only. <laughs> Bruh, <laughs> who you telling, man? Because we are not them. Um, and I mean, if I'm going to be a clone, I better be a great clone. Like, you better make me a clone of fucking the best athlete, the most smart person in the world. True. Some of them was useless. Like, I can't, like, useless, like, not useless in terms of, like, like she she could only sing, really. <laughs> so yeah, she kept y'all entertained. Yeah. So she was fun to have around. But come on, bro. She, ain't, she didn't get them back home. Um, she was my wife in that show, though. Yeah, she was cold. Um, hunter license, I'm I'm good on that because as a child, seeing a gentleman like Hisoka, uh, I definitely would be turning around. Yeah, I'm, cool. I'm just, and I don't mean in a way that's good for him. I mean, I'm turning around, <laughs> I'm going home back to my mom. I don't mean in a way that's good for him. I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh. Let's see. You obviously are going to be a Pokemon trainer, right? The tuning exams. That's a, that's a, that's not a good one. That's a dub. Um, that's an L. Uh, we don't want we don't want that because first of all, I'll be tomorrow. I mean, I kind of I like the idea. I'm gonna be a Pokemon trainer. We're gonna be real. Yeah, of course. I'm, You're gonna be a Pokemon <laughs> trainer. Then that's obvious. And I'm gonna be a ninja in a tuning exam, and I'm gonna get my shit. way less chance of dying as a Pokemon trainer. What is Do way? I have to worry about Kyogre, Groudon, and all the other legendary Pokemon once in a while? And but we got, you're not gonna die in a tuning exam. You're not Naruto himself. You're in a that was a uniquely special situation. You gonna get your ass beat? 
you gonna throw some hands, and I'm okay with. I'm okay with getting beat up. Bro, Sasuke got dog kidnapped, cursed. See, we we not Sasuke though. We just kids in this world. All the other kids was they was chilling. You know what I'm saying? But no, people did kids did die in the tuning exam because Orochimaru's whole squad pulled up and took over their bodies. Not all of them, bro. It was like three kids at least. I ain't trying to be the third. Them car- them kids didn't even they they saw daylight for ten seconds. It was dead. Mm. Or incapacitated, you know, incapacitated, set aside. But either way, I don't want that life for myself. I'm I'm throwing pokeballs and shit, and I'm gonna be a ninja. <laughs> he like <laughs> Polo gonna be like Shadow Clone Jutsu, ping. <laughs> and he gonna, <laughs> you know what he about to do <laughs> straight up. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He said uh, Scuba Steve had another one Because he, he missed a couple of weeks Of questions He said last week's questions um, Mommy from Rent a Girlfriend And Malty from Shield Hero Are the best two waifus okay. <laughs> Just finish it Polo <laughs> Alright here we go Mommy from Rent a Girlfriend And Malty from Shield Hero Are the last two waifus on the planet You are the last two men on the planet who is Polo Girl and who Miss Tell Girl? Hypothetically we speaking, over mommy chan. Hypothetically speaking, no disrespect to Queen Teliano. Um, oh, one hundred percent, we fighting over mommy chan. Yeah, we uh, we I'm them. not touching Melty. Yeah, we throwing them. We putting on gloves, oh. and whoever get knocked out first, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be getting uh, uh Malty. <laughs> respectfully, respectfully. <laughs> Whole time respectfully, dude. We gonna have to. We gonna. We gonna have to share mommy time. Yeah, it's gonna be a uh, some. relationship right there. Uh, some <laughs> other girl ain't getting touched. Nah, I'm a. That's you, you ever met a girl you wanted to punch? I, I didn't yes. until I saw <laughs> Shield Hero. <laughs> the the only girl that ever made me want to hit her uh, kept sexually uh, basically assaulting me every day. Mm, mm, and she was like six foot three. That's one you sh- you probably should have. Was not was not my type. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My oh. type is is what I want to talk to, not not sexually assaulting me every day. Exactly. Facts. Um. Yeah. Good question, Steve. Great questions, Panda. Thank you. Uh, the shibble. Um. Shout out to you, Steve, his Damn questions. Don'ttalkshop.com A brand that is anti-procrastination A brand that we believe in When it comes to following your dreams and goals We believe that it's best that you don't talk about it Be Be about about it it. Go to Don'ttalkshop.com and press start Browse the shop Use that offer code WAIFU15 to save 15% off your entire cart Where the change is That's the one We did it Uh, Is that you? Fucking the two worst women in the world. You gonna make us choose? Uh, yeah. Great questions. Great questions. All right, let's get to these Crunchyroll awards real quick. Rolling in deep like Adele. Let's see here. Let's do it. You got the list pulled up? Yep. I went straight to the bottom. <laughs> All right. So where do you want to start? Uh, I want to start at the bottom. All right, let's do it. Because at the bottom of the list, we have Best Fantasy of 2020. 
And I entirely agree with the winner of that being ReZero. Of course. Um, it was it was it had Dragon Quest, Ascendance of a Bookworm, Tower of God, Dora Hodiro, Decadence, and those are where its competitors. In my opinion, the closest one for me would have been Tower of God. Yeah. Uh but I know more about Tower of God than I know about the rest of those series. But yeah, yeah. fantasy Do- stories. Dorothy yeah, Doro got good. a lot of nominations and I don't think it was that good. I watched I couldn't get past the first fucking episodes. I was so just bored, annoyed, and visually unimpressed that I just didn't want to watch anymore. Well, it's also it was that that it had that three D downfall. That's true. That's true. What else you got? Oh, you want well, this is for you. Best couple is Nasa Yuzaki. And Sukasa Yuzaki yes, from Tony yes. Kawa over the moon. Let's, yes, Lord. Tony is that Kawa. good? Absolutely. That good? Absolutely. You love that couple? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch it. It's a is fan- it done now? Yeah. It's a fantastic right. show. Great intro. Fantastic outro. The cast is wonderful. It's a it's a comedy that has uh, romance first, but still pretty hilarious. Um, I enjoyed that one. That one definitely deserved it, even though uh, I think... Uh, the Kai Yasama Love is a war couple was in there, but they're not even a couple. They're just two people that happen to like each other, but they can't tell each other they like each other. <laughs> because the other one loses. Exactly. Like, it's just that, that one. I don't know. Um, another arena that Polo and I love is nominees for best score, which yes, was uh, the winner of that was Tower of God, but it had to compete with B Stars. Um, keep your hands off Aito's and Aizoken, uh, Great Pretender, The God of High School, and Japan Sinks 2020. None of those, but The Great Pretender and Tower of God needed to be on there. No, no B Stars yeah. is fantastic too. B Stars has a has a great score too, yeah. but I don't. From I think season two of B Stars so far score is better than season one. Um, but Tower of God, I feel like the music always hit when it needed to. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Do, 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 do. Oh, she was she was fun. She was fire. And that and then, one deserved uh, to win. Yeah. And then best comedy of 2020. What do you think that was, Polo? Did you already look at it? I didn't even see what the nominees were. Best comedies nominees were Keep Your Hands Off Izokin, Kaya Summer Love is the War, My Next Life as a Villainous, Sleepy Princess and Demon Castle, Kakushi Gato, and Miss of Demon King Academy. Best comedy? Yep. The fuck? Why is Misfit of a Demon King Academy? I, didn't, I, I know that don't make no sense to me either. But Kaji Sama Love is War won that one. Hey, it should have. Okay, good, good. It, it was a freebie. Because ain't nothing else in there that funny. No. Best drama was Fruits Baskets. Mm. Yeah, deservingly. Uh, but what, what else was in that one? We got Great Pretenders, Japan Sinks, Sing Yesterday for Me. B stars and Somalia the Forest Spirit. I'm about to watch Sing Yesterday for me uh this week and report back next week. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna let you know if that's a good drama. Bet uh best fight scene. Uh I don't think this nomination would be the same if they watched this week's episode of uh Jujutsu Kaisen, but um nominees for best fight scene. It, the winner is Deku versus Overhaul for My Hero Academia season four. But the runner-ups or the the nominees were Satro Goju versus Ryomen Sukuna. Um, that was only like three, three seconds. 
Yeah, it was quick. Jin Mori versus Jagal Tyke. No. Uh, Sword Art Online, Bercoli versus Dark God Vector. Would, yeah, that shit was crazy. That was, that was a good one. That was a really good one. Um, Jin Mori versus Han Daiwi, which, how did they, how did Tower God, I mean, not Tower God, the God of High School done twice. And Akadama Drive, Brawler versus Master. That was a pretty good one. Yeah, that's the one I think you really liked. Yeah, that was a, that was that that fight was the only fight in in Akudama Drive that had me like, oh shit. The rest of it, you I liked just, a couple of them, but I think that was when you said like, you ain't like that, and I was like, no, I thought it was mad decent at best. No, no, you were talking about the one where they were on a train. This is the one where they were on a bridge. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. And they that actually, was pretty good. One. Yeah, they actually both died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Akudama Drive is a uh, trash. So. <laughs> uh, my hero right. in the overhaul is is a I guess is a good winner, but wasn't that last year? Isn't this the 2021? I'm confused on how this shit works. This is 2020. That, that happened in 2020. Yeah, but isn't this this? Didn't they call this the 2021 Crunchyroll Awards? Mm. Do they do this shit like they do Madden? And I think I thought it was 2020. Oh, okay, I, I was confused. Yeah, it, yeah, this is 2020. I was confused because oh. on their Twitch it said 2021 Crunchyroll Anime Awards, which let me, let me check which is weird. Yeah, actually on the list it don't say any specific year. It just says the uh, which that would make sense though because that uh, Jujutsu Kaisen fight was last year, like and it was in 2020. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. We can move Best on. Best character designs, which we already talked about this one because I think yeah. we both agreed on this one. Yeah. Of 2020 is Toilet Bound Hanako Kun. Easy. Beautiful. Great. Okay, I love these characters. Talk about a Square Enix studio. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Square Enix game. Uh, Keep Your Hands Off Izoken was in there. Great Pretender. Um, Brand New Animal, which I did like those character designs as real. As well, Tower of God was on there. Mm-hmm. And then Yashihime Princess Half Demon, which no, take that off the list. Yeah, facts. Oh, my God. It's the same as fucking. Never mind. Let's speed to uh, <laughs> best character. Do they got a best character? Best character. They have best VA performance, best ending sequence, best let's opening do, sequence. Let's do best VA performance. In, in English or Japanese? Both. All right. We're going to start with English because we speak English. Yes, sir. Yo, I'm hyped for this winner, bro. Yes, sir. I'm hyped <laughs> for this fucking winner, bro. Yes, sir. I'm so happy. All right, all right. So, best BA um, for uh, best BA for English. All right, I'm gonna start off with the nominees. You have uh, Zeno Robinson, who played Hawks. Uh, Crispin Freeman, who played uh, Sudra from Fake Grand Order, Absolute Demonic Front, which is pretty good too. Aaron Phillips, who uh, was Laurent Theory in Great Great Pretender. John Young Bosch, who played Bam of Tower of God. Fantastic. Jonah Scott, who played Legoshi. And Fantastic, too. Anaris Quinones, who played Echidna. Ooh, chills, bro. She's so good. She's so yeah. fucking good. Very, very good. But Quite. our winner is Zeno Robinson. I'll take that. Yeah, I, yeah, I would have been okay with the Black Queen winning too, but yeah, I would have been. I all of these 
Actually, I, I think all of these were very good voices. Fire. They are all so good. The, the one dude from uh, Great Babylonia, he's, he plays in a lot of shit. And he's mm-hmm. real, he kills it every single fucking time. He plays essentially the same role, but he's so good at it. That is, I think from from what I've seen, the worst one was Bam from Tower of God. But like, but that's Johnny Young Bosch, though, dude. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, because it, it, it's not like, I'm not saying it was a bad voice. Right, of course. I'm not. just saying of like the strongest voices here, Echidna has a strong-ass voice. She's um, so good. Le- Lego, she didn't have a choice because it, he had all those monologues. So powerful. Um, so you had to have a good voice to do that. Um, I did see a little bit of Great Pretender, so like Man, I know that cool. character, his voice was really on point for what it looked like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I watched all the Fate Grand Order, so yes. And then <laughs> Hawks is just Hawks. He's that dude. He's that yeah. dude. Um, the Japanese winner though. Let's go. I like this too. I fucking like this too. All right. So the Riho Sugiyama, who played Minari Koda from Wave, listen to me. Megami Ogata, who played Hanako-kun in Toilet Bon, Hanako-kun. He was really Yusuke good. Kobayashi, who played Natsuki Subaru. Uh, Yuichi Nakamura, who played Satoru Gojo. Mutsumi Tamuro, who played Sayaka Kanamori. Wait, he Keep played two people? Izoken. I'm sorry? He, wait, did you say the same name twice? Mm-mm. Oh, by Mutsumi? He, he doing it that like was that? was Megami and Mutsumi. Oh, okay, okay. And then Yus- Yusuke... Onuki, who played Daisuke Kambe from the Millionaire Detective Balance Unlimited. Obviously. It had um, to be Subaru. Come on, bro. It had of to course. be. I that, that one didn't feel so difficult. No. I mean, I would have possibly gave it to Hanako-kun or Gojo, but I didn't see the others. Gojo, I think, is the closest to the second. Yeah. Um, Because his voice is so, like, it's, it's, it's low, it's high, he's fun, he got all of it. Got the range, but Natsuki too. This, this is what flipped that switch. Every time he's he's doing either a dramatic scene or he's doing a serious one, you can feel it. And I don't even speak Japanese at all. Talented as hell. Uh, I just wanted to do this one real quick. Uh, Best ending sequence was one by uh, Lost in Paradise and Jujutsu Kaisen. I feel like that was an obvious one. That that ending sequence was amazing. But I just want to throw in that Inspector was on this list. We we talked about it. I know you did like that. I know you did like that a lot. So I was like, I know Polo will be happy with that one. Yeah, because we talked about that one. We was watching uh, that one. Yeah. And then best opening sequence was also uh, was B-Stars. But Jujutsu Kaisen was on there again. And then Haikyuu was on there. And then Kaguya-sama was on there. So it was some good ones on there, too. That was some heat. And then let's go into the last, but obviously not least, the anime oh, of the wanna, year. Uh, okay. Let's do it. You wanted to do another one? Well, they, we only have best girl, best boy, best antagonist, and best protagonist. But we yeah. can we can do, we can jump right into it. What's the best antagonist, though, real quick? Uh, Ryomen Sukuna. Yes, yes. <laughs> I I always think when I think of Sukuna, I just think of like, didn't I tell you not to touch my soul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. that's the end of you for the day. You just go home, pack it in, bro. That's a good one. Yeah, but uh, who's the best, best pro tag? Sorry, sorry, I got another best pro tag. Oh, best pro tag is Katarina Clay's from My Next Life as a Villainess. Next, yeah. Best boy was obviously Shoyo Hinata. And mm-hmm. then best girl was Kaguya-sama. Mm, nah. 
But the winner of Anime of the Year, some of us probably already saw this coming. Yeah, um, Jujutsu Kaisen, Anime of the Year. Do you agree with that? Um, I'm happy with it. Do I agree with it? No. What What would you put there instead? Rezero, if it was even an opportunity to be nominated, because the start of season two, from that first half of season two. Was so spectacular that I would have, I would have obviously given it to that. But for a new show, for a new show, Jujutsu Kaisen rose above all expectations. Even though our expectations was already high, I think we were. My expectations, I was worried. Were you? Because I was, I was because so many people was hyping this up. I was worried. I didn't think Jujutsu Kaisen was gonna be good after we had got a high school trash um that people hyped up so much of god of high school that i was like god of high school gonna be trash or god of high school better be good and then after it, was, it fell off like that i was like jujutsu kaisen better be good or else like i'm not taking anyone else's recommendations off anime twitter ever again this one to me i i, I sensed had the potential to be good i was just worried about mappa that's the mm-hmm. only thing i was worried about. i wasn't worried about the show more so than the animation of the show yeah, because I well, I do one thing I can't stand, and I say it all the time: inconsistency. If you're gonna be mm-hmm. inconsistently like, if you're gonna be good but inconsistently good, then you might as well be bad. And if you're gonna be bad and inconsistent and inconsistently bad, like one moment you be good and the next moment you're bad, like you're just fucking bad. So just either be bad or be good, and I'm fine. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I I'm cool. Yeah. Like I know what to expect when I watch X Harm. Like I can't. I can't be watching this show one moment and you got, you know, Black Clover. You got one moment, maybe 10 seconds of good and 42 minutes of bad. Like, it's just, it ain't even that long. But you get what I'm trying to say. Right, right. I just can't stand it. But that's it. Crunchyroll Awards literally have the weight of a stapler. Um, Yeah. I I don't care about it. I never did care about it. Because I I think I don't even know I don't even know the validity of it. I mean, I guess is for us over here to have something anime related. Um, I, I like that they they have this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Crunchyroll doesn't encompass. There's a lot of anime that gets missed out on Crunchyroll. So much, yeah, stuff that. Hits Funimation that doesn't hit Crunchyroll, so what it has different did though. It yeah. cost them both, but there's some that's like, I I would like if it felt like the the list was a little bit more expansive, yeah, or if they took in, you know, some different different I guess, uh, I feel that some different stuff, but it, it it's, I'm not completely upset with it, but it, it's it's okay. It's not the worst thing in the world. I think they can make it feel more valid, but also it was COVID. So True. There's some stuff they couldn't really do. I feel like it, they just kind of took what was popular. Popular. And not what legitimately was good, you know? Like, it was the same four or five shows in every category. Yeah, but I mean, that's how, I, I hate to say it, but that's how, I guess, every awards go, right? You're right. Like, you're right. If you go to the BET Awards, it's going to be the same four singers nominated for best female artist, uh, best female single, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're right. It's going to be the same artist. Beyonce going to be in all of them. 
Right. I just I, I don't reason to drop the album. When I th- when I go back and think about what I just said about it being as much weight as a stapler, I think that about every award show. I think that mm-hmm. shit just <laughs> just means nothing to be a hundred percent honest with you. So take that for what it's worth, I guess. I know the Mike Check Wife Waifu Anime of the Year means everything. And that's all I'm gonna say. Exactly. <laughs> Let's get to know Mike Check Wife Waifu. Shit, it's my turn to read the it question. Is your turn. God damn it, Polo. Good job. Was it ninety one questions? Yes, sir. Good job being prepared. prepared. That's actually just my memory. Um, Let me know when you're ready, brother. I am now ready. Do, do, do. 68. 68 is... Where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, Outside of Florida. <laughs> inside a house. Making ribs on my grill in the uh, wintertime. Outside mm. with shorts on, in Texas, maybe Texas. I'm, I'm. It's it's looking Texas. It's it. Texas is looking beautiful. I'm about to be. My name is Montel Williams. I sell propane and propane accessories. <laughs> and you know your man, your boy, your boy, your boy. Boom. Please, What's his name? What's his name? Boomer. Is that his boom Hauer. Boom Hauer. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna be your Boom Hauer because I'm gonna probably take my ass to Texas too. I'm, I'm gonna shoot you, yo. Them, them prices looking good too, boy. I believe it. I believe it, bro. Where you see yourself in five years, bro? In Texas. Uh, hopefully, we doing something where we ain't got to do nine to fives no more, and we just have this and a side job. Yeah, something simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Texas, real quick, just quick question: If you had mm-hmm. to move to Texas, what part of Texas do you think you go to? Um. I'm looking at Houston, by the way. I don't want that to sway your answer. No, no, no. I was. I mean, it would. It'll probably be one of the three, the big three, right? It'd be Houston, like Dallas, Houston, or Dallas, Austin. Austin. Yep. Somewhere in there. I like all those choices. Easy I think choices. Good choices, Polo. I take my ass back to Colleen. Man, Ooh. I had a good time. Mine is discovering that I was allergic to shellfish when I was down there. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, I always talk about how polo can't be in the same place as, <laughs> as seafood. It kills it will me. Will break out. Literally kill me. Monique was like, "What you mean he can't be in the same place as seafood?" I'm like, "That man cannot." <laughs> I remember I went out. Cannot coexist. I remember when I went out to eat with your family, and I was almost dead. <laughs> Where were we go? Was that Bubba's or some shit like that? Right. It wasn't even a seafood joint, but they just had like and seafood they, or yep. something there. Yep, I'm like itching. I'm like, <laughs> it was awful. so bad. Oh like, my god. <laughs> oh man. All right, we're gonna take this quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna discuss the spoilers for uh, the Promised Neverland, Attack on Titan, uh, Reincarnated Re-Zero, Slime, Reincarnated as Slime. A lot of shows that we watched. Hopefully, y'all all watched them too. If not, make sure y'all come back. But the first thing we're gonna talk about when we come back is the Promised Neverland. And we're going to sing the hate of that show. But we'll be right back after this. Situations will arise in our lives. 
what you gotta be smart about it. Celebrations with the guys I sacrifice. Cause you could not sleep without it. Girl, I, cause I love you. You were my girl. See, I, I, but the world of you, I saw you now. so shocked that i'm like what the fuck is going on here um the, okay. I'm, I'm gonna have to pick that one up for real <laughs> it's so good i'm shocked that it, it it was it happened the way it did <clears throat> um and when you watch it you will know exactly why i say that but all right let's talk about the promised neverland so this episode of promised neverland actually was very it was basically trash an entire you said what? It was trash. It was. It was an entire uh, manga chapter. 
and it didn't I don't, it didn't happen exactly like how the manga happened because obviously that beginning was entirely separate yep um the part where they were in the separate room with the the lambda kids mm-hmm. that was basically word for word but less aggressive as the manga had it the manga had it seemed like the lambda kids were going to kill them because they uh they didn't agree with emma's perspective um and they didn't have them be as aggressive as they as they were in the manga but uh that beginning part i'm 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 really just thrown for the lack of details like there's just so many details missed out and it just makes it I feel I feel like it's just so unenjoyable right now. Yeah, it is. It's so meaningless to me. The the only thing that happened in this was was that conversation. I mean, yeah, and the fact that it solidified my hate for Emma. Like <laughs> because she was like, why would we want to kill the monster? Why would we want to kill the people that's been eating my brothers and sisters for years and many mm-hmm. other people's brothers and sisters and many other people's family members and why do we want to kill them? Because there's two people who maybe don't want to eat humans. And one of them we know do want to eat humans. You just want to hunt them down. Like, it's so fucking stupid, bro. Well, they, they don't know that. But I know, but it doesn't, like, it doesn't the matter, way, you know? The way this story has played out for me, just, and I hate to say it, but I've lost so much interest. Like, I, sadly enough, and I hate to say this, I saw a post on Twitter that tagged like I can't remember it, it might have been like Funimation or something and said go ahead and cancel Promise Neverland and I kind of fucking agree with it me it's too. like just cancel it like I'm just just let me throw this on the Watchers 100 list like I watched it but like cancel it because yeah. this doesn't feel good anymore no and and from somebody he, he's a tell Everybody know he's the manga reader. He he's read the entire manga of the Promised Neverland. I did not, and I feel the exact same way. Reason being is because like everything that happened, that that's up to the point where it is now, don't feel meaningful at all. I feel like they were going at a great pace to start. Like the first thing happened, everything happened too fast after that. Yeah, everything. It was like they literally pressed the fast forward button and. Why? I don't know. There was no reason. They just decided the, to. The 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 alternative that they provided in this show for the human versus the the demons, right? It just it is the the same thing. That's the same thing that Norman had been planning in the manga. The issue is is that like how quickly it got here. Right. We haven't even seen the town yet. We don't even we don't we still don't even know all of the main antagonists yet. Like there's so many details that are missing out. We just know that the demons are the antagonists. And then we're gonna see I know what we're gonna see, and it just bothers me that it's like this is about to be trash because we don't know shit about these characters and we just gonna go in and kill them or try and kill them. Right. It's a. Uh, I it made me forget that they even the demons recruited Isabella. Like I forgot all about that shit. I don't care about it anymore like I did when it first happened. That shit gonna piss you off too. Well, oh, yeah. I'm not surprised. Just the fact that Emma is as trash as she is though <laughs> baffles me. No, I'm close. No, I'm gonna be 
I'm gonna be real. People hated Emma the whole time. Like in the manga, no one really liked Emma. I like Emma because I think she's consistent with how her character is. I Do guess. I think she's a good character? Not actually. <laughs> would I like her to be my friend? One hundred percent. I think she would be a great friend. I don't think but so. would I would I want her to be like? No, I wouldn't want to survive with her personally. She's a dumb she's friend. Do what, yeah, she's she's dumb, but she's not dumb. Is the thing she's she's, she's not, dumb, but, but she's she not is. dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. She's resting too much on her laurels, and it's just not. It's not the place. Like if this was, I don't know. If the kids were just slaves, if these were all humans, mm-hmm. and we didn't have to worry about demons, yes, yes, thing, baby girl, I'm with you. But these motherfuckers entirely survive off of their digestion of humans. Kill them like, all. They literally, they literally are unstable without you. Thus. They're going to they need you. you. And and they they actually don't mind. Like they don't care that like y'all are humans. Y'all, to them, they're you're just cattle and you taste good and you make them better. They're fiending to have you. Yep. There's no there's no there's no logical dressing for you to make that make sense. Like, my my for, issue for is for her to want to keep them alive. Right. I don't understand how Emma don't understand that she's a Japanese a5 wagyu steak exactly <laughs> running around and these motherfuckers are tired of having that like fucking walmart uh week great old steak. they yeah. tired of having it they ready for they ready for that japanese a5 wagyu and she literally sitting there like i am the best steak you're gonna get and saying you know what i might give y'all a chance to eat me all right question manga spoiler question did the did the little girl actually not need to eat humans yeah she don't eat humans okay so the demon girl didn't eat humans at all and didn't need to no she's never eaten humans okay cool. the the evil blood and they didn't explain it very well because they just skipped past a bunch of shit the evil blood it is literally a race or not even race but like a if they ingest her blood they no longer de- degenerate so like um, the dude of the evil blooded clan, he doesn't degenerate. He just likes the taste of humans, but he doesn't want to eat humans unless they're like free, right? So he wants to be able to hunt humans as like free beings. But no, they don't need humans to survive. They can eat whatever they want to because she has the evil blood. If she shares her blood with anyone, they all no longer degenerate. <laughs> oh my god it had the potential to be so good oh. potential doesn't matter <laughs> no that, that that's also the reason why so many people didn't like the manga ending you'll, and you'll see because i'm pretty sure this is gonna gonna go straight to the man, manga ending because it's literally almost at the end and, seriously and you yes this, this is like dead close to the end damn they only going two seasons 11 episodes for this final that's so terrible it's bad. They might do one more season, but it's gonna be like five episodes. There's no way they do <laughs> one more. No way. I know it's so bad, bro. All right, Let's they just on. need to go ahead and get us a a, a the promised Neverland Brotherhood. Yes, <laughs> just go ahead and just rewrite all that shit. 
Take yes. it back. But the difference is, is, like, they actually have material to go off of. Like, Brotherhood didn't have the shit, so they just made some shit up. They actually have it. Like, why not just do it? I don't fucking know. Dude, you, you, I guess it's because, again, it goes back to what we talked about a little bit earlier when, they, when we said these streaming services and just animators or animation studios, period, just don't get paid enough. Like, he's probably like, the author is probably like, yo, fuck this shit. I'm not about to spend my time, you know, making sure that this is drug out the way it's supposed to be like I did in the manga. The manga's done. Um, it's over with. And that's where my money comes in. The anime, I'm going to get a nice lump sum. So I'm going to say, go ahead and do it. It'll make it quick <laughs> and move my, on. My, fi- my final thoughts on the Promise Neverland for the days is basically this. I sincerely wish that the first season went the way it did. I'm okay with that, even though I feel like there was still a lot of details left out in the first season. I think it was pretty I good. I wish that, I wish, I think the first season was really good too. It's what made me read the manga. True. The, what I'm, what the, my issue is, is that I wish that they had gone with the first season. And if they were going to cut anything out, they should have let the second season be what it was. And gone through the part that everyone, their entire fan base, all they had to do was a Reddit check, a Reddit search to say, what's the best arc of Promise Neverland? They would have said Goldie Pond and they would have just made, left that there and then gave us like an entirely new ending that they could have just put in a movie or some shit. Something that would have been like different, but didn't get rid of Goldie Pond. Because when I tell you, like Polo, you were going to love Goldie Pond. I, I mean it sincerely. And there's so many anime or manga fans who are sorry that Goldie Pond didn't get animated because it was really going to be something special for a lot of people. But yeah. it is what it is. We got to take our lumps when we get them. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I think you were right. I think I said this before earlier. You were right in your in your perspective on the promise of Neverland, but they just let you down. Yeah, and absolutely. I'm sorry they let you down. Absolutely. Like I was the... I'm going to go into it fresh and I felt good about it in the first five, four episodes. I think I feel good about it. I'm like, okay, I'm liking this so far. This is so far so great. And then it just went like in a, in a Thanos snap of a finger, gone. All of it. And I'm man enough to admit I was wrong. I'm dead wrong. I didn't think we needed whatever that Goldie Pondark was because I think they could have just done something more creative even and, and rotted it out. But they decided to just not and just take us to the end. Um. <clears throat> oof, anyway, let's set up. Uh, let's wash out that taste out of our mouth with a uh, re-zero, re please. So, yo, this show, and I know we say this every week, but why is this show so damn good, bro? I listen. I did not thought I would care about Roswell's backstory. Until we got it. <laughs> right? Until that, we got it. And when we got it, I'm like, oh shit. This all fucking makes sense, man. What? It all makes sense. So much of it makes sense because all of these characters' backstories are intertwined. Yes. And their relationships mean something. And yes. it's like it, it wasn't like this was just new relationships for them. They've been they've had these relationships for hundreds of years. Yes. So you can see why they, they respond to each other in such ways. Um yeah, this show is just—it's too golden to be gold. It's—I <laughs> can't platinum. It's so much to unpack here. Like, for one, a devil, like 
holy shit. Hello? <laughs> this is the first time we've seen a devil. And obviously, obviously, if you have all these like, apostles and, and, and the religious shit <clears throat> behind it, there were going to be the devils. Right. And to think about what, what was it? It was melancholy, right? Devil of melancholy. Yeah. How powerful he is compared to Roswell, who we only he threatened the wit himself. Exactly. Being there. Exactly. Now we, we only, we always thought Roswell was one of the most powerful beings in this shit. He got his ass trounced <laughs> by the manhandle. <laughs> oh my gosh! Now, I also loved the the concept that, uh, like, if you looked at the devil, right, you kind of feel like I don't feel like that's necessarily what Roswell became. Mm. But if you look at him, they now have almost that same attire. Mm. Not necessarily the same look on the face because the, the the devil of melancholy had like kind of like the tired eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Roswell, he had that same like essentially aesthetic, like that that dress that get up he wears. Um, so I'm not sure if he's taking over that role or even if that's something that can be taken over. Nah. And obviously, we're gonna get more details, but I I love how. Um, it shows that clearly that like they said that the devil had a relationship with Echidna at some point. Like they had known each other and he or she separated from him because of probably his ridiculous fucking <laughs> power and his, his melancholy ways. I yeah, I don't because I think there's too much bad blood there, right? Uh for right. Roswell to, to take the to quote unquote be in the place of a devil. I think all yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he actually took. I'm saying like I don't know if he if I don't even know how those roles work. Right, so I'm just right, more interested right. in the idea of it. That's true. I I'm more so intrigued with the fact that it was it was the last fucking fifteen. It was the last five minutes of this episode between Subaru and Roswell, and them just they're just this, the, their conversation. And this is again goes to show that voice acting. Everybody in the Japanese voice cast destroyed their scenes. They destroy them every single time. But these two motherfuckers going back and forth, you know, it's going to be a battle of, of your weakness and my strength types. That shit was so powerful. I'm like, man, listen, I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know how this is going to play out. I don't even know if they're going to make it back to the mansion. How many days has passed? We don't fucking know anything. It can't be more than a day because... I think in what two days is when the mansion goes down. Yeah, I, I'm stressing out, man. I can't. I love to get this backstory, and I love the fact that it had me totally forget that this was all a part of a entirely trial. Yeah, entirely bigger grand scheme of things like the trial in itself, and we still um, got to get to the mansion. <clears throat> Going back to that kind of like that conversation you was talking about really quick. Uh, the supporting characters in that conversation, right? Like Otto didn't say much, right? Right. Um, nothing almost at all. But Garfield, Oof. when he kind of got called out on his, you've been having the same feeling for 10 years. You let it go so easily. I thought he was going to flip and back. He, no, I didn't. I didn't think he was going to flip back either. But I mean, I didn't think he was going to flip back. But I, I loved that he had a reason. Yeah. You know, like answer. Yep. The, the author... The writer, they didn't have to give us a reason 
for Garfield switching. Yep. Like I think even if they didn't necessarily give us a reason right then and there, we would have still been perfectly fine. But they put his reason in, made it extremely understandable and justifiable. Facts. That Subaru is not telling me to stay weak. Subaru is telling me to be stronger. Mm-hmm. Stay strong. Get stronger because we're going to need you. And it shows the parallels between like Roswell and Subaru, but it also shows the divergence of how those characters are so very different in terms of how they want to get people to, to change. Right. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's way entirely too special. I don't, I don't understand how people like, I understand that people waiting to binge it because that is the fucking way to watch this. This shit has been the hardest week to week in my life. (laughs) And that's, that's whole time like I, I cannot stand waiting but the problem I mean not the problem the the great part about it is we have so much week to week that just falls on different days that kind of it kind of sit well for me because I'm able to watch it that day it comes out and then go next day is something else that I can watch and the next day is something else I can watch and another day is two more shows I can watch like I, I feel good about that at least um but man, this is this is getting rough. I just I know I cannot wait to rewatch it. And that's what I'm looking forward to the most is to just that dub. yeah to just see everything to just see what I missed because I'm I guarantee you stuff we miss like there's no way you watch ReZero once and not think you get everything. I, I'm sorry, there's no way. Man. And I'm looking forward to the to the rewatch. All right, let's get out of ReZero before we stay on this all night. Uh, we certainly can. Let's talk about. What you want to go Attack on Titan or Reincarnation? No, nah, let's let's end on Attack on Titan. Let's talk about Reincarnation this line. Let's do it. <sighs> the sound. <laughs> did you did you hear the sound design in this shit? They kind of almost that, Fire Force esque. It got active too, <laughs> bro. Up. I loved it. Straight up, it, it man. I was shocked to be honest. I didn't expect it to uh, to pull up like that. Remember my my still issue goaded. right now. What's up? Is that we still don't know if Ramiro is okay? <laughs> like, like you know how oh, that whole fight yeah. went. Like, obviously Ramiro is okay, right? Because he's his main character, but it did not feel like that. It no. felt like he was getting body bad. Like they set him up this whole fight, and it wasn't like he was losing. Like he had a good, he had like a chance. And if he had gone all out from the beginning and said, "I'm gonna try and use gluttony on you," then he might have just won outright. Yeah, I was thinking, but to that's myself, not his character. No, I was thinking to myself, I'm like. <laughs> what's wild is that yes he's being i guess nerfed by this uh by this spell or this barrier that's taking away most of his power i'm thinking to myself like he's nerfed and he's still fucking going off Wrong. right now yeah man he's so powerful he's so powerful I don't know. I, I I don't have really a lot to say, to be honest. I'm not gonna lie to you. I just know it, it was just enjoyable. It was so much fun to watch, man. And and the village, the stuff that's going on in the village. I hate to see that. Like the the people who came through, they're just shitty, shady people. Shit, straight up. But as soon as Rimuru get there, it's a wrap. It's and right. and I was thinking, I was like, you know, Rimuru can teleport. He can just teleport there and get his people together. Yeah. But he didn't. Because he has a direct concern and and I guess interest in the other character, right? Um, he was asked to help her. Mm-hmm. So, being the character he is, that's what he's going to do. He doesn't necessarily know how much danger his village is in or his town is in, but he's going to find out when he pulls up, right? And 
we're going to see what happens when he absorb old girl because it looks like that's what's about to happen. Yeah, hopefully he can bring her back out. Um, Like he did with the uh, with the spirit. Yep. With uh, Ifrit. Yep. Hopefully keep that sword she got, though, because, man, what the fuck? Nah, a sword that destroy your spirit? Yeah, she's going to have to come up off of that one. Yeah, straight up. And just make give him that skill. That's going to be sick if he, <laughs> if he get that skill. Oh, my gosh. He probably will. Seven strikes, and that's the end of it? Yep. He probably will get that skill. But that's only seven strikes for him because he's powerful. <laughs> I think they said, I think it said it for everybody else is like three or some shit. No. Word. I, I, thought, I thought it was for each color of the rainbow, the final strike is what kills you because it attacks your spirit directly. No, I think it's if you literally get hit once, but because he's powerful, he, he had three. They they were talking about. Um, it's wild. It's fucking wild. Yeah. That's a that's another one I, I, I just enjoy watching every week. And For I'm okay sure. with this one being week to week. I don't I didn't feel as dreadful as clearly as a cliffhanger, right? But I didn't feel as like, oh my god, you know, like, oh no, cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, we know Remove is gonna come out on top. It's just I hate how they did it. It was like, come on, bro. You could have let us know if he if he got the gluttony off. You yeah, could let true. us know. True. Because he couldn't do the range thing, the 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 range gluttony, because right. they took his magic ability, so he can only use his skills. Yep, which is pretty which sick. Is dope because they give us that difference between magic and skills. Exactly. Uh, now, before we get to Attack on Titan, we obviously got to talk about one of the best episodes of anime I think I've ever seen in my entire life, and that's Jujutsu Kaisen. One hundred percent. Holy fucking shit, dude! How does this? How did it do Jujutsu Kaisen? Kaisen did not win Best Director. I'm still kick. I'm still kicking Crunchyroll's ass for because this was the most beautiful shot. The angles, yeah, man. In this fucking anime episode, were astounding, bro. I can't. I don't understand how. How they? Who is that? I need to find that specific person, and just learn why the fuck. They're not directing all of my action anime. Bruh. They, the direction, the direction, okay. You know how Fire Force has their sound? Mm -hmm. They have great direction too. Never take that away. But compared to Jujutsu Kaisen, they make Fire Force look like fucking Black Clover when it comes to directing. This episode itself, in terms of direction, because you know what I just found extremely like ironic, right? You know how, like they say, you kick things off, right? That's what they did with the direction of the show. Like, cause it was just good, right? And then as soon as um Yuji ran up and he he did a double kick, boom, boom, to the side of the of the of the curse, that's when the angles just shifted. He went boom, boom. And you can see the whole like dynamic of the episode change in the direction the camera flows with. I'm just like, oh my God, they going off, bro. <laughs> off, man. <laughs> he, he, they were showing out. I don't understand how you do this in a fucking anime this well. Um, I can't. I don't believe that I've ever seen anything this this well done. Now that I think, I think you know what? Another a close second. I would say to like with the direction is Initial D. It's an older show, obviously, but Initial D's camera angles. With you know, with CGI being new at that time, so they use that quite a bit. But the, those camera angles and those races were s- gorgeous, gorgeous. A lot of still frames, a lot of CG, you know, 
the car, the, the camera coming inside of the car through, and okay. then you see the anime drawn characters, and it goes through the car. It was beautiful too, but mm-hmm. I just can't. I think that's the only show that I've ever seen come close. The closest comparison I have, um, I'm not even go to. I won't go to uh, Fate because I think the anime itself doesn't have that same angles. The closest angles I would say to it would be like the fight between Show and um, mm. got Show and Shinra. Yeah, because that was the only episode where the angles were so dynamic in that episode in that yep. show. Because in my opinion, I think Fire Force looks overall better in terms of like their detail when they're yeah, yeah. fighting. Facts, but the direction of Jujutsu Kaisen is so dynamic that it makes up for it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if... Can we imagine if Black Clover just managed to keep up with at least that much detail? It would be actually okay. (laughs) Um, But Fire Force, that was the only episode where the... the, You can tell they dropped a lot of budget on that one because of how everything went. But this episode, Jujutsu Kaisen... Man. Chef's kid. Facts. The way they do... They do 3D angles on the 2D plane so perfectly, and that's what it is. It's it's, it's the camera spins around the character. It's going from the the back of the head of a character to the side of the character to the front, all in one smooth motion where it looks like it's just it's like you're watching the Matrix movie for the first time ever in your life as a kid. Like that's what it felt like to me. And I, I just want to say between that and the characters, this show has been one of the best new shows I think I've watched in many, 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 many years. Because yep. uh, there's there's not many new shows that came out this season since we've been doing this podcast that has been this good. I can't, I can't think of one. Not this good. <laughs> not this good. Only one that I would say has been as good as Astro Lost in Space. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But still... And we're not talking about we talking about like story wise, that's all face, but direction wise, like how the director did this, there's nothing that's been this good. Facts. Facts. Not even that one episode of uh what's the name of that damn shit broke the internet. Uh fucking Tanjiro. Oh <laughs> Demon, Demon Slayer. Slayer. Demon Slayer. Yeah, that's your That, that sweet one too. episode of Demon Slayer was was good, but it ain't this good. Uh, I mean, again, I like Demon Slayer. But I just like it. It's cool. <laughs> All right, moving on. Finally, my least uh, favorite episode of Attack on Titan yet. For sure, Panda uh, sent sent us a message and said, uh, "Fuck Gabby." <laughs> Still. Always, always, and <laughs> always and forever. I hate her. <laughs> Can't stand her. I don't even. Yeah. I don't even want to. I hate her. She's truly a, a fucking idiot. There's no way you're this brainwashed. Nobody, nobody in the world is this brainwashed. I don't care how good the brainwashing is. Like, look at, um, uh, what's his fucking face? She's she's literally Samuel Jackson from Django Unchained, uh, bro. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. I don't. Literally. I don't. There's no way in the hell you should be this caught up to where everybody else around you, like when. What's what is his name? Falco? Fal- Falco. Even yeah. Falco is like, look. It's like, yo, common sense, real quick. She ain't got nothing to do with 
with what happened at uh, in Marlion, or you don't e- you don't even fucking know what what happened back then because guess what you were you wasn't even, your great 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 grandfather wasn't even born motherfucker like right you talking about what happened a, a thousand years ago you know <laughs> yeah a whole thousand years ago like like you, he talk we we talking about what happened four years ago exactly. bro your people pulled up on us four years ago <laughs> exactly normal normal town folks living. Just normal folks fucking period. Y'all drop Titans on. They're just living. And y'all drop entire Titans on these motherfuckers. Because of y'all just scared. And <clears throat> Falco, even even let's say, let's say Falco is still 100% against the Eldians, right? He said, let's blend in until help comes. Simple. Why didn't that just seem smart? If you want to be of service to your country and your people, how about instead of just going out dying trying to be a badass, how about you actually think about what's the next move Mm -hmm. and get it fucking done? You basically exposed yourself. Exactly. I love the fact that uh like Falco was like he like was telling her dumbass, like, look, that guard was legit worried about you. Like these people are legit worried about you. And then when a girl when a girl came through and she was just telling like, yeah, what did my mother do? <laughs> like, yeah, tell me what what happened? What did what did she do to deserve that? Yeah, what what did she do to the Marlins to deserve that? She like shut you dumbass up. Bro, be <laughs> eating alive. Yeah, you got an answer for me? Like what? She's like, well, what your people did to my people a thousand years ago, or whatever the fuck she said. And she's like, but yeah, but what? But my mom was here four years ago, and I'm every time she was like pointing that out, I'm like, just look how stupid you look. And then she, you could tell that she felt stupid, like she felt like a complete idiot, like you're brainwashed. Trying to come up with reasonings. There's no Um, reason. There's no reason. The my favorite part of this episode. Would have to be um it would have to be when the four suspects leaked that information about Aaron. Yeah, yeah. That was fantastic. And I'm like, that's that's real shit. They was like, look, all we want is freedom for our people. And we want to make sure that we're not like the world already hates us. We need to establish some kind of place to not be hated anymore. Right. And Aaron can do the rumbling. And he did the right. I get it, Hans. You got to be a leader. You got to make good, responsible decisions. But Aaron, Aaron has not directly hurt anyone. Nope. Of our people at all. And then to think that whatever you're doing is really going to stop him <laughs> is also asinine. <laughs> what? The, there's not a single one of y'all. That's gonna stop Aaron outside of Armin right now. He's literally chilling, and Armin can't fuck with him. Like, I control you. <laughs> like, I like it's a on. it's a done deal. That's it. Like, you can't you can't fuck with it. And what I like is the the fact that he's like, look, I'm gonna chill, but I'm just letting you know. What snap are y'all doing? What could you do? By the snap of my motherfucking finger, I'm blowing his whole. I'm huffing and puffing. <laughs> he, I'm blowing his whole shit down. He did say at the last episode, didn't he? He yeah. said, 
what could you do <laughs> if yep. I decided to go ape shit right now? He said that I have the Warhammer Titan. Yep. He said to to, to to TODR it. He said I I got the the Warhammer Titan, which means that not even a building can crush me, bro. I can go. I can seep underground, <laughs> tighten up in this motherfucker, blow everything down on me, and then come up back up with the attack. It, it's just so much, man. Yeah, it's just so much that he could do. And, but. and and yet I just love that he's like, I'll roll with it for now. Yep. Cause we have an a ultimate goal. <sighs> and oh my gosh. I just need more Aaron. That's a these this next yeah. few we This just episode need more had Aaron. no Aaron in it. Yeah. Now I'm just other need than more. Mikasa's uh flashbacks. <sighs> she's even getting on my goddamn nerves. Yeah, cause she She's so she's so touch and go right now. She better right. just pick her boy side and, and leave. Yep. Hurry in, Armin. All right. Well, that'll wrap. All right. So we just finished talking about Attack on Titan. Should Mikasa stay with her boy Aaron? I think so. Jujutsu Kaisen, best director anime of the year. Facts. Apparently not the country role. <laughs> Reincarnated as a slime. Came in with a little bit of extra heat today. Let's see what happens next week. Um, ReZero, obviously best fantasy anime of the year um, and our favorite anime of the year. The Promised Neverland. Go ahead and cancel that Funimation. Just <laughs> um, we had our break. Let us know what y'all think about that song. Uh, we got the Crunchyroll Awards right before our break. And also before that, we had some nice Twitter questions. Um, Steve thought he was going to stump us and he never does. Um, B-Stars Season 2. I personally just love those monologues. They are ridiculous. I also read Undead Unluck. Uh, we also had a couple of other questions between like secondhand embarrassment and Polo talks about his dive into the past of 2013 anime. It was a Mm-hmm. And we it, also had our around here. I don't know if it was 2013, but it's close enough. God damn it. Right. And then we also had a therapy session with Redo of Healer. Clean. I'm at Polo Bornfly on all social media. Italiano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike Check. Check, 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 check. Oh, I gotta get a new mixer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>